and welcome to the No More Trauma podcast and online sessions, as I like to call them. My name is Tanya, and I am a trauma survivor and trauma-informed yoga teacher, coach, and wellness facilitator. I'm also the author of the happy deck. And so uh, you can use this tool in your very own healing practice. Um, and so the purpose of this podcast uh, and online session, so you can find if you're listening on Apple iTunes or SoundCloud or actually watching it, um, the recording session on YouTube, welcome. And if this isn't your first episode, welcome back. So formerly known as the Get Your Happy Podcast, um, this is now what is here to stay, <laughs> the No More Trauma and I'm a Stay Trauma-Free podcast. And like I stated, I, I um, said before, I do like to call these um, audio sessions. So welcome, and. Uh, so the purpose is really to offer inspiration, healing, and mental health tips on how to live a trauma-free lifestyle or to live life after trauma. So in this particular episode, uh, we will discuss self-sabotage. Oh my goodness. So <laughs> I invite you... Uh, I invite you to grab something to write with or something to write on if you feel like you like to take notes. Um, and if that's something you're not called to do and you just like to rewind something that you feel is, is you know, resonated, um, yeah, feel free to do that. You know, share this with anyone who, you know, um, could also benefit from it. But anyway, self sabotage. Ooh, oh my goodness. Why do I feel like this is right on time? <laughs> is it just me? So self-sabotage can be a challenging habit to break for some people. Uh, we look at other people's lives and sometimes tell ourselves we are unworthy of the experiences or achievements, right? And so we may confuse comfort Yes, with worn out beliefs or actions, um, sometimes that aren't even ours, right? Some, you know, carrying someone else's belief. And it keeps us from living our full potential, okay? So we start to tell ourselves that due to our traumatic experiences, we aren't capable of taking responsibility for our healing. Oof, okay, we're getting into it today <laughs> for our own healing. Listen, we're in this together because I'm, I'm saying this out loud and I'm like, oh no, <laughs> I can feel the healing starting to happen right now. <laughs> so our very own healing, accepting and reclaiming our wholeness. Ooh. All right, we're, we're, we're going to take it there today. It's Mental Health Awareness Month. And I'm actually, if you're into this kind of thing and in terms of, you know, the moon cycles and 
I know we're in a, in a space this weekend that I'm recording this. Um, today's the 14th of May. Um, however, I believe this won't actually air until um, uh, Thursday. So whatever date that is, I'm not looking at the calendar right now. So about, what is that? Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Okay. <laughs> um, so in this session, we will discuss how you can maneuver past self-sabotage to being, to beginning to really own your past habits, those unhealthy habits, and starting to trust yourself to live authentically. Ooh. Come on, it's about to get juicy. So, <laughs> so yes, if you are guilty of it, we're all guilty of it. I know we are, especially if you have some sort of, you know, trauma. Um, there is this, you know, this notion that we begin to um, keep an old thoughts or phrase on repeat. <laughs> And so anytime we're starting to step outside of that comfort zone, we begin to press play on that old thought, right? That, that old phrase, we start to press play on that and let that sit on replay and loop the whole entire time to keep us in this very same space. Okay, we're getting into it. So what is self-sabotage, right? So self-sabotage is harmful. It can be harmful, yes. Harmful self-limiting beliefs, intentions, or actions that can keep you away from living a fulfilling lifestyle, okay? So if you're walking around, woe is me, and, you know, you there's something in your gut that's telling you that you want more and so but this is the life i live okay we got we got to do something here right we we have to figure out what's happening right what are the thoughts uh what are these limiting thoughts that we're holding on to right because that may be a comfortable place that we feel um you know, that we're deserved, that we, we feel that we deserve and we are meant to stay there. Okay, I'm, 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 I'm preaching before I, even, <laughs> before I even get started. So self-sabotage can cripple you with fear, right? It cripples you with fear and it, it, it allows you to cling on to those insecure, uh, insecurities from achieving your goals, right? Enjoying a health, you know, healthy relationship or friendship or experiencing your very own personal growth. Okay. So take a moment as I just said all of that, right? I just, I just mentioned what we're discussing. I also talked about, you know, what self-sabotage looks like. So take a moment to just examine the body, examine the breath, notice where you are, Okay. And I want you to think about that, that one thing you want right here, right now. So as you're listening in, maybe you're listening, you know, from Apple or SoundCloud, or maybe you're watching this recorded uh, session uh, live, you know, um, um, recorded on, on YouTube. Okay. So just take a moment to think about that one thing that you want, okay? 
maybe it's <laughs> maybe it's a you know a, a new degree a new skill right maybe it's a, a you know entering a new um, I would say uh, you know a raise so you know asking your boss for a raise right maybe it's that that condo downtown maybe it's that that car Maybe it's that healthy connection, right? Maybe, <laughs> maybe it's, and I'm just, just calling out things. So there is, it's not connected to, to anything, but I'm just calling out things. Maybe it's that new printer. <laughs> I have no idea. I'm just, I'm just calling out things, right? That new luxury style decor. For your you know new bathroom maybe some upgrades or maybe it's moving out of the country or maybe it's to adopt maybe you want to adopt adopt a little one child baby And so what thoughts or belief do you have around that raise, that new car, that new skill? Take a moment to breathe, notice your breath. Notice if you're holding any tension, that relationship, healthy one. <laughs> that new home out of the country. That new printer. Starting the paperwork for adoption. Okay. So what limiting thoughts do you have around that thing, right? What's delaying you or keeping you on the detour, right? Yeah. So just kind of sit with that for a moment, that belief, that thought, that rejection, just sitting with that for a moment. Just inhale through the nose. Exhale out of the mouth. Okay. So just allowing you to come back to the session so that way we can continue on to see how do we, how do we get past this self-sabotage, right? Okay, so what I love is Dr. Romani. She says the easy way to actually um, 
the easy way to describe self-sabotage is, is that it explains, sometimes it explains that the thought or belief that I have su supports my own failure to obtaining it. Ooh, ooh. So maybe this belief, right, it, it keeps me from owning and accepting that this is something I wish to achieve or this is something that I wish to own or this is something that I wish to explore. And accepting the idea that it's failure anyway, that I may not even get it or I may not travel to that country or I may not meet that, you know, healthy someone or that, you know, I won't get the raise, right? Or I won't, you know, uh, get into the program. Maybe I'm using that belief to support the idea of failure. So I'd rather stay where I am. And I'd rather keep that phrase, that old thought or behavioral pattern on loop. So I go with that and I stay where I am. So, and, and I just wanna take a moment to say, if you're listening and you may hear like a light thump, <laughs> um, to, to just hone in on the content of what I'm saying, um, just because I uh, do live in a community and, um, uh, <laughs> I think my neighbor, what I'm trying to say is I think my neighbor is, is, is practicing his drums today. <laughs> so if you hear the thump, you know, maybe tap your feet a bit, but continue listening to the content. <laughs> so thank you. Um, so that old thought or pattern keeps us stuck, right? It keeps us, you know, we, we, we commit ourselves to the toxic, the, you know, and I don't like to really use the word toxic. I like to use unhealthy. Um, I, you know, I just think that word has been used over and over again. Um, and so, you know, anywho, we, we commit to the unhealthy thought pattern that sits on loop rather than committing to the idea that I just might. Okay, I'm, I'm going way ahead, but I'm just saying, um, we're gonna get there. <laughs> and so Dr. Romney says it right. So what does self-sabotage look like, right? It's self-inflicting harm, right? It's um, self-inflicting harm, like negative self-talk, right? Um, beliefs, thoughts, um, Physical behaviors can look like, you know, procrastination, you know, sitting with the, the thought, the idea, I'm going to get to it. I'm going to get to it when. I'm going to get to it when. I'm going to get to it when the kids get older. I'm going to get to it, you know, when I lose weight. I'm going to get to, you know, my own healing um, when I have more time in my schedule. I'm going to get to it when, you know, um, my goodness, uh, <laughs> when we move. Um, and so what it does is um, it, it's neglect in our own desires, right? Um, it's not owning it, you know, being able to take those steps. It can also self, you know, 
uh, self-sabotage can also be abusive to our own self. You know, it can go as, you know, as far as overeating or neglecting the body and, and, and not eating enough, right? Uh, and, you know, because some thought, you know, in our mind about, um, you know, whatever was, you know, possibly st stated or believed about, you know, eating a balanced meal, okay? You know, I'm, 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 not, I'm not good enough to, to, to eat fruits and vegetables, or I'm not good enough to allow myself to, to, to be hydrated. Um, I'm not worthy of, you know, exploring the produce section or going to the farmer's market. Okay. Uh, it can also look like um, something as severe as cutting, you know, self-cutting. So self-inflicting harm um, where we begin to, you know, use sharp objects and, and puncture uh, skin and, you know, and, and bleed out. So um, it can also look as severe as that, right? Um, you know, that we're not worthy of, you know, emotional stability. And so we began to create self-harm. So what does it sound like? So you may have heard me, you know, kind of say some of the things already is it may sound like, oh, I'm never going to get that job. You know, people like me, I can never, I can never work in a place like that. I can never allow myself to walk into a conference room and be able to articulate, um, you know, in a presentation, you know, my, my desire or my pitch for my very own business. Or I could never make friends with individuals like that um, because they don't hang with people like me. I don't come from luxuries like, like, like them. You know, um, it can also sound like I can't afford. I can't afford to pack up my things and move across the country. I can't see myself in a healthy relationship, right? I cannot see myself making the money to pursue high-end things to place in my bathroom in complete the upgrades, you know, so you should see where I'm going and you should start to um, hear if any of these words are starting to fit into your very own dialogue, right? You know, maybe having kids or adopting is not for me. You know, I'm not good enough to be a mother or I'm not good enough. You know, my, my history says that I'm not fit to be a good parent or a parental figure. Or um, I'm not healthy enough to, I don't know, I'm, I'm, again, I'm just giving some examples here. And, and like I stated, you may start to, to see some alignment, right? You may start to see some alignment with that. There was, a, um, there was an example that a hypnosis, um, explained that 
um, when we begin to attach ourselves to this old thought and we use a different excuse to set it up as failure. So for example, um, when you may hear someone say, you know, well, I hate rich, I hate rich people. And I hate to use the word hate because it's such a, you know, it's an intense uh, word. Um, but, you know, I, I don't like rich people or say, you know, they use the, um, in a video, in a telling, she used a example of someone in a fancy car, a luxury car, pulling off in front of you, cutting you off from traffic, and you say, oh, well, I can't stand those, you know, that person anyway, you know, and so what it is, is that really ties into the idea, the attachment of money, and so underlining that is not feeling worthy to, to make enough or to ask for that raise or to see yourself bringing in a higher level of income. And so when you see individuals of luxuries, you, you know, see yourself distancing or saying harmful things about individuals that fit into uh, the luxuries in which you wish to have. Can you believe that? it all ties in together because what happens is that self-sabotage is a subconscious, right? It's a subconscious thought or belief that we have. Ooh, we're, 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 it's, it's, it's so deep. We're going, we have so much to talk about today. <laughs> so, you know, just take a moment to, you know, uh, start to, again, you know, just see if there's any alignment in, in your ideas or, you know, uh, thinking, you know, thought patterns. Okay. So now that we know what it sounds like, right? So how does this tie in with trauma? Okay. So self-sabotage post-trauma, right? Is, is difficulty, it's a, it's a really difficult family dynamic where you experience some sort of abuse, abandonment, you know, enmeshment, uh, over-involvement or neglect, okay? This can also be in relation to, you know, friends, relationship, finances, career, and self, right? So um, again, it, it really just ties into that involvement, you know, whether it be around, you know, parental figures or legal guardians, uh, and it's how they experience something and how that dialogue has then, you know, I, I like to say like a sponge, just really kind of seeped into you. And so it becomes a loop that happens over and over and over and keeps it on replay, okay? So when does it begin? You know, now that we know what it looks like post-trauma, right? So we know that, you know, post-traumatic events, so we know that it starts, you know, it can be a family dynamic and we can also allow it, you know, post-trauma, we can bring it into our career, our finances with our friends, you know, the self-sabotage. We're sabotaging those relationships, we're sabotaging those opportunities, we're sabotaging, you know, ourselves. But then when does it begin? When did this happen, right? When did 
ego on play. So I kind of said it in the beginning. So self-fulfilling prophecy, right, happens before the age seven. So those first seven years of our life, we are, again, we're like a sponge. We're holding on to what we're experiencing and hearing around us. So studies show that before the age of seven, we get most of our mental development and our social skills. So depending on the quality of the interactions around us, um, from our, again, from our parental figures can really impact our self-esteem, okay? Our beliefs and our security. So examining, beginning to examining uh, the health of the dialogue, our environmental stressors, how was that dealt with, you know, around us, um, and the projections. We begin to adopt these same aligning practices, and they can either support or hinder our very own actions into our lifestyle, okay? So we're taking all of that information that we uh, consumed before the age seven, right? So physically, emotionally, you know, and, and how we also interact will then allow us to take that in to our relationships, our career, our finances, okay, our personal growth, we begin to start to play that tape, okay? We then begin to press play and we let it loop. Anytime we're starting to move outside of that comfort zone, we begin to press play or see where that ties in. And then once we hold on to that, you know, um, potential failure, it's us proving that we weren't good enough for it anyway. I wasn't good enough to move. I'm not good enough to be a parental figure. I'm not good enough to ask for that raise. I'm not good enough to try that different skill or expand my education, you know, because that's what I heard before. That's what I heard the individuals around me stating. Yes? Okay. So if we go just a little bit deeper, just a, just a bit, we start to look at, briefly, the attachment style. Ooh, that's different. So the attachment style, okay, can also, and, and I'll make, I, I'll make a, I believe in the fight, flight, fawn session, uh, you can go back and listen to that. I believe I do talk about the attachment styles as well. So you can always go back and enjoy that session um, and gather more information. But the attachment style can also impact how we develop our self-esteem because in all reality, self-sabotage is a measuring tool of our self-esteem. Okay, so the attachment style can also impact how we develop our self-esteem and trust within ourselves, right? Do I trust? So maybe changing the dialogue, right? Asking yourself, do I trust myself to move across the country? Do I trust myself to be a mother? And if you're a male listening in, a father, right? Do I trust myself to take this leap into another career? 
do I trust myself to have a conversation with my boss to ask for a raise? Do I trust myself to get the right materials to, to, to do upgrades in my home? Do I trust myself to, to maintain my health and have the conversation with my doctor or nutritionist? Okay, so 30% of the time, the child, right, develops secure attachment. So, you know, there's the anxious avoidant, the anxious uh, child um, who becomes, you know, clingy, um, anxious avoidant, maybe, you know, um, uh, actions of being, you know, hypervigilant or upset or avoiding it altogether. Um, and disorganized, and then we have secure, right? So 30%, and again, you can, you know, determine what your attachment style is. Um, but the idea is, to, be, is to, to find the secure attachment within ourselves, within ourselves. So 30% of the time, the child develops secure attachment, says Hindle. Um, and this is from healthline.com. She adds that attachment is resilience to meet life's challenges. Oof. We're getting somewhere, right? We're, we're, we're going to bring it around full circle. So insecure attachment style. So secure attachment style is the ideal style. So think about the challenge, right? Think about that challenge. Because again, when we're met with insecurity, do I trust myself to continue? Or am I hiding behind the loop, the tape, right? That's playing, saying that I'm not good enough, that I can't, I won't, it's not for me, never. I'm not worthy of. So what is that level of resilience, okay? And it's okay to be, you know, if, you're, if you feel as though if you're going into your body right now and you're self-examining your breath and the sensations that you feel along with that goal or desire that I mentioned at the beginning of this session, okay? It's okay to say, wow, I am holding myself back or wow. I do have that tape playing. It's okay to say that. It's okay to be there. We're in this together. <laughs> we are in this together. I'm right there with you. <laughs> and so self-sabotage determines the health of our confidence, our self-trust, and self-esteem. Okay, our lives will be met with challenges, right? And so it's not that we want to talk ourselves away from those things that we truly want and desire, okay? So it's not that when the challenges come, we go the other direction. We, we suit up. Ooh, oh my goodness, yes. We suit up in confidence and love, we suit up and trust. 
and we say, this is for me. I'm not even there yet. Okay, we're not even there yet. Now, <laughs> continue. <laughs> oh, goodness, it's so good. So, self-sabotage determines the health of our confidence, our self-trust, and our self-esteem. Our lives will be met with challenges, and in order to cultivate resilience, we want to develop a secure attachment, a secure attachment within ourself, the knowing of who we are, right? Is this tape that's playing intergenerational, right? Is it because I can't ask for a raise because I knew that my great, 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 great you know, I'm going way back, <laughs> many generations. <laughs> you know, is it because, you know, I feel the grief or the guilt of my ancestors? Do I feel the grief or the guilt of my grandparents, of my parents? And so for that, I'm not worthy of asking for the raise? Or do I feel the grief of moving outside of the country because I know that I have no idea what I want to say to that one. <laughs> you know, the, the, the relation of others who don't have access to just pick up and leave, right? Am I holding on to the generations and generations of my very own trauma, right? Or the tape that's constantly on loop telling me that I can't, I won't, I'm not good enough, it's not for me. So how does self-sabotage linger into adulthood? It impacts our relationships, our friendships, and even our career, okay? Because the self-esteem may be impacted, it can cause emotions such as unworthiness, right? Fear, right? So when we go back and we explore the sensations that we have um, um, coincide with the dream or desire that we want, what's showing up for you? Is it fear? Is it insecurity? Lack of support? Lack of resources? Okay. Because maybe those things are true, but it shouldn't stop us, right? It shouldn't stop us from being able to move forward. Again, we don't go in the other direction <laughs> and we don't stay in what we think is comfortable. So we can find ourselves repeating old behaviors or acting out from a past lived experience. Okay. So whew, now that we <laughs> You can breathe and make sure you're breathing through this. Make sure you're breathing through this session. This is, yeah, right? It's hard when we have to, to look at ourselves. You know, it's hard when we have to be honest and look at ourselves and say, you know what? I haven't taken responsibility. Ooh, that's a tough one. <laughs> I got to hold myself accountable. I got to commit to myself. Maybe asking yourself, 
How often do I sit in the front row for others around me, family, friends, coworkers? I sit in the front row for them, but I sit in the back row for me. Woo, oh my goodness. A hard truth. Inhale. Exhale. Yeah, that's a hard truth. And I'm guilty of it. Most certainly. I will sit and cheer you on. And then spotlight. Spotlight's on me. Well, maybe. <laughs> well, because or if and when. Yeah. So having to, to have that hard truth to look at ourselves. You see me, if you're watching me on YouTube, um, for those who cannot see me on um, SoundCloud and Apple, uh, I, when I just had this realization, I tend to rub my collarbone. And I had this realization as I'm speaking, oof, I've been holding myself back. <laughs> I've been standing in my own way self-sabotage yeah I'm telling you we're in this together so Tanya what can I do to heal this I don't want to stand in my own way no more I don't want to use I can't I won't I need to turn this tape off in my head right so of course we can do you know if you're already in a practice of therapy whether that's you know cognitive you know uh, therapy great um, the first thing is self-awareness. I just had it. That's why I was rubbing my collarbone, um, feeling uh, somewhat guilty. <laughs> We're in this together. No judgment, judgment-free zone. And so practicing the idea of interrupting these harmful thoughts, right? They're harmful because um, we're not able to show up authentically for ourselves. Remember, we're sitting in the back row. So reframing is another um, important task which allows us to uh, go back to the time when the original tape started playing right when did it start um, excuse me when did the when did it start recording and then when did it start playing oh my goodness <laughs> yeah it takes a lot of work to do the work um, and so breaking the cycle, right? So breaking the cycle of hurting, neglecting your desires and needs. So becoming fully aware of ourselves, our adopted unhealthy thought patterns, and accepting the fullness of who we truly are at our core. So turning within, if that means, you know, taking a moment to sit, in your meditation practice, if you, if you, you know, if that's in, if that is your practice, you know, maybe it's sitting in prayer, maybe it's, you know, sitting in the tub, um, you know, sitting at the table and, you know, or sitting, you have a, a patio or a deck and just sit in the chair and watch the leaves and, you know, listen to the leaves blow in the, in the sun. I obviously need to go outside today. Um, <laughs> or you know sitting by the water and, and just turning within okay and examine becoming fully aware when did the tape started recording 
whose voice, whose voice is on this tape? Because it's not yours, right? Self-sabotage also allows us to neglect the idea that things might actually go right. What if? What if it actually went right? What if I got to move across the country? What if I graduated from this new program? What if I met this person and just had this healthy dialogue and chemistry? Hmm. And what if I became a legal guardian or a parental figure and I knew, and I have this new bundle of joy? Oh my goodness. And what if I get to walk into my home and see all these beautiful upgrades? What if I get to experience the possibilities of abundance with this new raise? Oh my goodness. So self-sabotage tells us that we can neglect that and choose to accept the things that may go wrong. Right? So survival mode. All right. When we have those traumatic experiences, we're still moving and shifting and navigating the world in the idea that it's not for me, it can't be, I won't be, I'm unworthy, it, I can't accept it, it'll never happen because things will actually go wrong and I'm comfortable where I am right now and I'd rather sit in the back row. So expecting to act out of survival proves that things aren't available or working out for us to live at our full potential. Because sometimes living at our full potential takes a little bit of work and I don't want to do that. So I rather press play on the tape. Ooh, oh my goodness. This session isn't just for you, it's for me. <laughs> it is for me, oh my goodness. We're in this together. Someone hold my hand. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, so good. So not seeing yourself, right? Because self-sabotage allows us to not see ourselves. And so I remember there was a moment in my life where I literally didn't want to see myself. So every time I would undress to get into the shower, you know, had this, I had this tape running about my body and about how I looked and that I wasn't good enough uh, for certain experiences because of the way I look. And so because I had that tape playing, it played as I got undressed in front of the mirror and I didn't look at my own self and I would just hop in the shower. I didn't want to face me because the tape was playing. What was the need, right? And if I did, it would cause me to have to, to take responsibility in the areas in which I wanted to shift and obtain the things that I was actually worthy of and uh, that I desired. Yeah. And so I love what Dr. Thema says, if I have the power to delay something in my life, 
listen closely. If I have the power to delay something in my life, I have the power to accelerate my own achievements and dreams. Oh my goodness. If I have the power to delay something in my life, I have the power to accelerate my achievement and dreams. Oh, so good. Well, that quote was to um, bring us to the close. And so I now want to introduce some questions that you can ask yourself. And I'll put this also in the notes below this session um, or this episode. And so it says, um, you know, I want you to, so basically the first thing is to journal, right? And so for the homework, over the next week, begin to keep tally of your thoughts and explore where and when these thoughts or beliefs or actions start to form, okay? What ways can we disrupt this thought and accept and own our potential, right? Our fear or insecurity, okay? So importantly, what steps can we take to give ourselves compassion and reframe the thought into a healthy and loving dialogue with ourselves? Okay, so other questions you can ask yourself in this journaling is, am I comfortable or um, am, I, am I comfortable or am I intuitively believing I am capable for more abundance? That's the raise, that's the better relationship, that's the safer environment if you're looking to move, the career change or education or skill. Another question you can ask is, am I authentically living at my full potential or, or by someone else's idea of me, okay? Saying that I'm incompetent, that I uh, lack time management, education, stability, freedom, you know, maybe I have a criminal history. And so because of that tape saying that I'm incapable, then Am I comfortable or am I authentically living for what I want? Can I give myself grace? And when I make the mistake, it start to instill this compassion and give myself the healing and growing towards my desires. Yeah. So there are more questions. I'll include those in the notes. I don't want to overwhelm you. Um, so again, if you need to replay anything back, or if this is so good, you're like, okay, this is my sign that I need to, you know, own it, right? Own me, right? So again, as we bring this to a close, <laughs> so you'll have the homework and I'll include that in the bottom. As I bring this to a close, I really want you to think about, you know, where you are on your journey and is that tape still playing? Is it on loop? It's so easy to get lost in the detours and limiting beliefs of others, right? Generations and generations back, but it's empowering, healing and satisfying to our nervous system to know we trusted and believed in ourselves, right? To embark on the journey regardless of what it may look like on the other side, okay? 
So trust yourself. I guarantee you will obtain the things that you truly desire. You will press, not just pause on the tape, but you will eject the tape <laughs> that's constantly playing on loop. Thank you so much for listening. And I know this was a longer session. Um, I kind of want to make it personable. I didn't want to rush through it. Um, but, you know, thank you for listening in. I'm so grateful that you are here. And if it's not your first time, my goodness, welcome back. My heart is, is just a pounding. <laughs> thank you. Oh my gosh. And so I'll see you back in the next session. Remember to live abundantly, love your authenticity and radiate, radiate organic happiness. In order to do so, you gotta, you know, take the tape out <laughs> and start to own your own wholeness. So, all right, homework down below. I'll see you back in the next session. Oh, I'm so excited to see all your comments. Share this with anyone who can benefit from it. Um, remember to, um, you can, you know, follow more of my work, az.nomoretrauma on Instagram. Um, I'm only there. I'm, I'm not on any other social platform. Um, uh, is there anything else I wanted to share? More news to come and, and different things coming up. If you're here in the state of Arizona, you can always join me in studio for, to uh, join me on the mat. All right. See you back. Bye.